One, two, three, four. Palapalooza. Palapalooza. We're talking to you. I'm Palapalooza. Ricky Schmidt, dude, welcome, brother. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm, I'm stoked to have you on. I've been looking forward to this. You are the, the singer and bass player and front man and multi-instrumentalist, I, I, I suppose, right? You play yeah. multiple instruments for uh, Western settings, and you're doing some solo stuff, so we're going to hear that shortly. You're going to play acoustic solo tunes. Is that the plan? Yeah, I was actually going to play a couple... Like, um like I was telling you earlier, we're, I'm getting ready to do another record here in June, and I was going to play a couple songs from that. Awesome. Yeah, we look forward to that. Uh, you, you went solo. Was that a COVID-inspired thing? Um, it, it was COVID definitely helped me or gave me the time to do it. Um, that's a really funny thing to say. COVID helped me, um, but uh, <laughs> but um, no, it gave first me the, time I've ever heard that. Yeah, about. yeah, right. Um, it just gave me time to do it. It's something I've been wanting to do for a while, and um, um, yeah, the, I, I, the first record, Palm Trees, that I put out, that one was like halfway written before um, the pandemic kind of hit, and then when it hit, I was able to like just, I was like, okay, I'm going to do this now. Right. Yeah, finish it. And your original intentions were to make those solo songs, never Western settings? Um, yeah, those songs were all, all solo ones. Um, I was just trying trying to do like some some stuff that was a little bit different from what we were doing with Western settings and totally and it, yeah it was just I wanted to get get weird and do some weird weird different stuff that Western settings doesn't really do so totally <laughs> yeah and it is it's good I want to say it's sort of a, a softer side of you a little bit a little softer right still still in that rock subgenre yeah I think that was that's a huge thing too it was like because Western settings was very like angsty and and. Uh, and you know that a lot of shouting and yelling, and then like I, I think I'll, I'll, for a lot of the most part, even on the last Western Settings record, I started getting a little more mellow. And then, um, yeah, I've just been enjoying that more. It's been feeling more um, resembles the way that I'm feeling and where I'm at and stuff with everything. So yeah, I feel like all those hard bands eventually do that, right? Yeah, maybe it's just part of getting getting older and growing up. A little bit, yeah. You know, Rise Against <laughs> goes acoustic, and uh, you know. Yeah. Pantera settled down for a song or two. It's we're all grown up, right, buddy? <laughs> we're getting something. There. We're just we're all getting older. I don't know if we're grown up, but <laughs> we're definitely getting older. <laughs> An introspective year too, no doubt. I mean, it's there's a lot of subject material out there with uh, politics and and uh, the virus and holy shit. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's been wild. You have a bunch of great music, dude. I've been rocking it all out. Uh, you got solos, a couple solos. You mentioned uh, Palm Trees, which is your your only EP, correct? It's a full length, yeah. It's my first full length, length yeah. 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 And then you have Miss uh, Miss You and oh yeah, yeah, that just came out, which I heard on 91X. All right, yeah, that was really cool. Yeah, Tim, they put me as like the local break for the, yeah. this month, so that's pretty rad. It's like getting played on the radio. Shout out to Tim Piles doing doing the thing that he's been doing for a while there. Uh, I last saw you at the Space Bar. 
I don't know if we said what up, but I saw your uh, set there. You guys uh, played with Avenue Army. That would have been an EP release, right? Right before COVID? That was. I think that was the last show Western Settings did, yeah. I think it was. That yeah. was December of 2019, and then everything shut down about three months later. That's so crazy. Yeah. It's been that long, yeah. So what's next uh, for Western Settings? Well, we are actually kind of, we're just, we haven't been doing much of anything, and then we've been talking right now about maybe writing some stuff and um, doing some things, and then... Uh, our guitar player Dylan's actually getting ready to move back to New York, so that's gonna throw a little kink in it. But I'm sure we'll figure something else out. We're we're playing a, a set at Fest in October, assuming that everything goes smoothly and it happens. So I heard about that. Yeah, I chat with Will every once in a while. Will Castro, you're a guitarist extraordinaire. Yeah. We we were talking off mic. Uh, Will and I go way back, just playing the local scene. But yeah, he mentioned uh, Fest. Is that in Florida? It is. Yeah, it's in yeah. Gainesville, and it's pretty awesome. It's a it's a really good one. Um, it's definitely one of my favorite ones of, of the of every year that happens. So you played that a couple times, right? I think we've done it the last four fests. We've been we've been at them, and then HL's played the last one too. And for local bands, I want to say Western Settings is one of the more active touring bands. Where where have you guys gone? Oof, we've been all over the place. Um, we we've done the entire United States a few times. Um, done the West Coast. I don't know how many times. Um, been into Canada, we've been to all over Europe, um, a lot, like a lot of time in wow. Germany. Um, we've been to the like Eastern Europe, yeah, all over Europe, but but yeah, a little bit of Mexico. We've been a little um, Mexico, just a little bit of Mexico. A little yeah. TJ or down yeah. further? We never, we were wanting that was actually on our list to do like a, an actual like proper Mexico tour, but we never got got around to it. But yeah, is there a show that really sticks out? When did when did Western Settings form? How long have you guys been a, a band? I think it was in 2013 okay. when we kind of got it's together. It's almost 10 years. Yeah. You're getting there. Yeah. Is there something that really sticks out, maybe out in Germany or down in Mexico? Some shenanigans, some uh, drug-induced nights, any of the, the juicy stories? <laughs> um, I mean, there's plenty of those. Hey, how long yeah. do you have, buddy? Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's plenty of those. Um, I don't know, man. There's like, yeah, there's lots that pop up, but it's weird. Like anytime I try to just like think of a particular one, it, right. I, I can't really. But uh, yeah, we've had all, we've been very fortunate and had a, met a really a lot of really cool people and got to spend a lot of really good times with different people in different places and see cool stuff. And we partied a lot. Um, we definitely liked like to have fun and stuff. So <laughs> there's some some definitely crazy stories, but yeah, yeah. One of the more fun ways to travel, right? Hop in a van with your boys and play some music. It's pretty great. It can yeah. be it can be really fun. And it can also be really um, challenging and tough. Um, you know, per, the, when you spend that much time on the road with people, like you're inevitably going to get in arguments and like get on each other's nerves and stuff. But uh, sure. But also, I think that like you know brings you go through that with people and you makes you makes your closeness with each other even you know right. makes everybody even tighter because you learn how to get through that stuff. Yeah. Right. Like a marriage. Yeah, a bit? totally. Like having a go with 100% people say like being in a band is like being in a relationship with however many other people are in your band. And I think that's very true. Yeah. Because you're definitely all up in each other's lives and business. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. What are your musical influences? Um, oh, I'm all over the place, man. Um, 
all over the place. This dog is adorable. That is Fender. Speaking of Mexico, he's a Mexico uh, rescue man. Oh, Fender, a little Mexican Fender. Yeah, he's (laughs) great, totally. He's a Mexican-made Fender. Yeah, (laughs) he's so cute. Um, Thank you. What was I saying? Oh, yeah, Uh, my influences are all over the place. I do, I mean, really, I listen to everything. I listen to hip-hop, I listen to... um, a lot of old old stuff. I've been listening to a lot of old '60s rock and roll stuff lately, um, yeah. and like '70s stuff. Um, I like. A, there's a bunch of current bands that I listen to still. Um, um, yeah, I'm all over the place. Do yeah. you feel like your solo stuff was influenced by someone or a band that you know, a musician that went solo or a, a certain sound, or were you just kind of doing your own thing? Kind of just started doing our own thing. I, um, when we I demoed so I demoed these songs the the record Palm Trees out and and um, I bounced it off of I have like some friends that I like will share stuff with when I'm working on things just to get like opinions and stuff and um, one of the, one of the guys that I sent it to um, he told me he's like hey man this is cool he's like it reminds me of like a, a fucked up pet sounds and I was like oh that's kind of rad and I was talking to the drum uh, my friend Shane does drums on all my solo stuff and we were talking about it and I was like that's kind of cool Tyler said that. We, it sounds like that and I was like we could, should kind of lean into that a little bit and then we and so we did but um, yeah I was listening to I think I was I had been listening to a lot more garagey kind of stuff over the last like four years so I think that kind of feels like my, that this solo stuff kind of like took on some of that who were all the players you mentioned the drummer who else recorded with you um, so when we recorded um, my drummer Shane he, he did all the percussion like all the tambourines and he sh- plays drums for western settings he doesn't he plays he's he lives up in oakland and he plays he's played in a bunch of bands he used to play he used to live here in san diego he played in a band called from scars i don't know if you remember them i don't i'll They're check them out that. super rad band um and then uh and he's played in like a million bands up in the bay too so nice. um super awesome guy yeah. and super good drummer um but and I always wanted to be in, playing a band with him. That's why when I was doing this, I was like, "Hey, do you want to do the drums on this stuff?" And he, he was like, "Sure." I was like, "Awesome." Um, yeah, cool, dude. But then all, all the other stuff was uh, actually I, I played it. Um, we did have there was another guy involved with it. His name's uh, Sky Tyson. He plays in this band called Dead to Me, and uh, he's actually helped produce like some Western Setting stuff and uh, the last couple of Western Settings records he worked on. And then uh, I hit him up to see if he wanted to. Um, be involved with this thing and he was into it so he he, he kind of produced it and uh so he was there when we recorded um but I, I played everything so like all the instruments except for drums and percussion it, it was me playing tracking okay yeah. so yeah. i said multi-instrumentalist without really even knowing and yeah. uh i guess i was right yeah i can like <laughs> i can like sort of i can sort of like half-ass my way through like playing anything. playing <laughs> guitars like i'm not really good at anything but like I can like write it and then like get by with like doing it, but like, yeah. yeah. Like I, I have like a lot of friends that are like actual really good guitar players that can just like shred and stuff, and like I can like sit down and like write something and then like learn like get good enough to like record it and play it. But like, totally. I'm not like the craziest shredder in the world. Right, yeah. you're good on bass though, and that's uh, a little less common seeing a frontman playing bass. Did you was that your first instrument that you picked up, bass? Uh, I actually started on drums when I was a kid. Okay. That was my first instrument. I played that my whole life, and then I then switched to bass um, when I was 23. 23? Yeah, I was 23 years old, and I was wanted to start a band and start singing. I wanted to start writing and singing, and um, and one of my friends, um, Todd Allen, um, who plays in a band called Square Crow right now, and also 
Slow Draw, both really cool bands. Everybody should check out. But uh, but he wanted he wanted to play guitar, and then I was like, okay, I'll, I'll play bass. And so then it's kind of started that got me on the bass, and then I just kind of st stayed on it for the next few bands. So. Let's chat about halfway home session, man. You've been uh, you've been at that home a couple times within the past year, correct? We did it. We did three sessions. We did a Western Settings one, a HLS one, and then uh, we did one with my solo project too. Um, those people are awesome. Yeah, I, I really like what they're doing up there. They're super sweet people. Um, they're they do a killer job at like the production and everything, and they're just like they make the whole experience super fun and awesome. And they did like a really good job too because we went in there like during the pandemic and uh they did a really good job of like everybody was wearing their masks and mm -hmm. um they do it in this house and like they had so like they had everybody separated into different rooms and stuff and like um and even like half the band was like outside and then okay. uh, so so like you know it was just cool that the, the they were kind of keeping that going giving bands something to do totally. and it was definitely like a big thing for us to look forward to. It was like, okay, we have something to do, like yes. a, re a reason to actually practice and play. And uh, as other otherwise, we'd just be like, not. We'd be like, well, we don't have any reason to do anything right now. So, uh, yeah, I do have to agree with you. Really good production, all black and white, which is kind of cool. Yeah. And that's just the guy's house, I think, in Solana Beach, correct? It is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah he lives underneath it, I believe, and then uh, the top is just a studio. He, I mean, he records bands too. Like he records records and uh, yes. and other stuff as well. And I mean, Trevor, it's, they got a whole crew there and it's really, I mean, they're all super good at what they do, but Trevor's the guy that, uh, it's his place and, and he records, but yeah, yeah, they're rad. I love it. And they're all the sessions, all the other bands they do, like have been really cool too. If you go on there and like, check it out, it's, it's pretty, pretty awesome. Yeah. Check out halfway home session uh, on YouTube primarily. Uh, I was talking with Will. I think you guys did one take, right? Western settings. We did. We did. We we Dang, went through. We bro. went through three songs back to back. We did do it. We went through them three times, so they got like three takes of us doing each. Oh, Will lied. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. Will likes to act, act tough and cool. <laughs> <laughs> Will likes to steal other people's singers, bro. <laughs> we love Will. Yeah, halfway home session again, and uh, you just did one, like you said, with uh, is it Hey Chell? Hey Chels. Hey, like Chelsea. Hey, Chelsea, yeah. I was just checking them out, and it was, yeah, it was really cool. You got kind of punk rock female vocalist with some keys. Yeah. How did you connect with them? Um, so Jackie is actually my partner. Um, okay, very cool. I met her at a, a punk warehouse, like a DIY space up in Pomona. It was called VLHS. It was a really cool spot. And um, her band at the time played shows with my band. And and we kind of hit it off. That's how we met each other. But anyways, then she moved down to San Diego and wasn't playing with her band anymore. And she was she, she was all, I miss, I miss playing and I miss writing and, and all that. And I was like, well, let's start, let's start writing. So we started writing, messing around and writing some songs. And then we got our friend, um, Kevin, who plays guitar. Um, he, he jumped on and then, uh, our other friend, Stephanie, um, jumped on drums nice. and, and we've been going at it since. So it's been really fun. Um, it's a super fun project and, um, yeah, it's it's a blast. That's dope. Who's playing keys for HLs? That's Jax. So that's uh, okay. that's my other half. She she yeah. plays uh, 
it's a cool. So she plays an old Wolitzer piano, electric yeah. piano with like a bunch of guitar pedals on it, and then uh, um, and she sings. So that's kind of the like we we'll, we all kind of work on the music, and then Jackie Jackie's the uh, comes up with like the vocals and, and words and stuff. So who's yeah. Chels? Chelsea is our friend. Um, she friend. Cool. yeah, she's a bartender and just. Um, and she lives in like North Park and she's worked all over the place but she's a good friend of ours and uh, and it's always the name can it came like whenever you're like at the bars and stuff everybody's yeah. always like hey Chels hey hey yeah. Chels you know so <laughs> it's kind of give me another drink yeah. that and then like also uh, there was another funny story Jackie when she was younger would uh, um, that song Hey Jealousy by the yeah. Jim Blossoms, Jim Blossoms. Yeah. she would uh, she thought that they were always saying hey Chelsea Oh, okay. <laughs> so it's it kind of a mix in between those two things is where that name came from. Right. Yeah. What bar is she at, Chelsea? Chelsea's at uh, Lancers, which actually I work there now, too. Oh, um, is that right? And in Lancers and University Heights, that one of the best bars, in my opinion, in San Diego. Um, so good. And then um, she was at the Balboa. She used to work at Tornado. She's done stuff at, like, Till 2. She used to work at Small Bar. Um She's worked all over the place. Yeah. But. Shout out Chels. Yeah, Chels is a badass. Hey, Chels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you must know Mike and Carly. Mike and Carly. I mean, they're they both from uh, Mike Mule. Oh, Mike Mike Mule. Yeah. 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 Mule. No, Mule. super. Yeah. yeah. But I, I know him very well. He actually, he he did yeah. uh, he did all the PR stuff for um, yeah. my last single, and he's actually working. Sweet that guy, that guy. Yeah. He's he's doing all the stuff for. Uh, my friend Todd I was talking about earlier. He yeah, he has a one. record label um, called Paper Street Cuts, and I'm actually helping him with that now. Um, we're, cool. So we're like gonna. But anyways, uh, Mike is gonna be working with us too, doing all the um, PR stuff for for Paper Street Cuts. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I know Mike's very involved with. Uh, he's a bartender. I want to say Belching Beaver. God, I could be uh-huh. wrong. Yeah. Yes. But yeah. I hear musician and bartender, and I instantly think of Mike and Carly. Shout out, Mike <laughs> and Carly. <laughs> Mike. Yeah, they they're awesome people too. Like talk about just uh, just the nice people. Like good. I mean, I, yeah, I really like them. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. She booked uh, my band over at uh, Blonde. Okay, Rest in yeah. peace. I think Blonde is no more. Right. That's the word on That's the street. The word. Yeah. I don't want to say that officially, but yeah, the COVID, the damn COVID. They took out a couple. Um, Bar Pink, which I'm sure you frequented, right? Pink, yeah, and then Blonde. Um, yeah. Tornado. I used to work at Tornado. That point, well, the pan the COVID didn't take out Tornado. It was already kind of closing when the pandemic hit. But okay. uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm sure there's a handful of other ones, but off the top of my head, I can't think of. A brutal fucking year for the industry, for the bar scene, for the restaurant scene. It's like, good Lord, like mad respect for anyone that made it through, right? Yeah. And even bands, too, that are still together. I know a lot of bands that, unfortunately, uh, moved out of town or, yeah. or split up. You, you have sort of a new gain respect. Like, fuck, man, we made, we made it. We made it through. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. I mean, I think everybody's still feeling it. I think people are still getting through it, too, like... Or almost, I feel like everybody's, you know, we're obviously on, on see a light on the horizon and, and uh, it's getting a little bit, we're getting closer, everybody's getting vaxxed and right. things are reopening and getting, people are getting more comfortable and better about being out. Like, I like this is my first week back working at the bars and I was Isn't super, it? super nervous about it and kind of anxious about it just because I didn't know like how I was going to go. Right. But but people this this last week was good and people, people are out and for the most part people are being respectful and like... Uh, you know, wearing their their masks and um, following the rules and 
keeping it safe for everybody. There's there's a few, definitely been a few like boneheads that you got to yell at and like totally. their children. But but uh, <laughs> that's your job, right? Yeah. That's your job. Yeah, but for the most part, it's been people have been really cool. So it's been it's nice to see that because that's also like okay, okay, we're all we're getting back at it. Everything's gonna be okay. Like right. Yeah. I f- yeah, I feel like if you can't abide by the rules, then don't don't go out. Yeah. Right. You know. And that was always the rules before, but now it's just even a little more tricky. There's more rules now. <laughs> yes, it is yeah. tricky. I mean, what is the what are the main rules for your bar? Masks are are mandatory. Mm-hmm. Do you have to show a vax card? Um, no vax cards. We aren't doing that. But, uh, you know, we just, um, I work at Whistle Stop too. Whistle Stop, we're doing a really good job too. Um, like when you come in, we have like designated spots for people to hang out. Um, we ask people like not to, you know, mingle with groups that aren't theirs. Um, you know, you order at one spot at the bar or like as soon as people leave, we're like constantly wiping things down, sanitizing stuff. Um, wow. you know, ask people, when they you know when they come in it's like look if you're up make sure you have your mask on um if you're going to the bathroom make sure you have your mask on if you're sitting down drinking you can have it off like like i think the normal stuff that everybody's pretty much doing right but uh but yeah i mean that's i think that's the best you can do sure so do you get assholes that just refuse just to refuse just to be assholes there's been some yeah like after they like they're always everybody's been good like coming in initially but then like you'll see them in the bar get a few drinks and then you'll you'll see them like somebody up standing around or we're in the bathroom without their mask you're like hey man mask on like you know and they're like oh and then like a half hour later same thing with the same person like you know and by the third time you're just like dude what the fuck like like you 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 know what i mean it's like yeah you boot them you kick those guys out, or um, just... I've told one person to, to leave, but I think he was already like kind of walking out, and I was just like, "Don't come back to the bar." So yeah, you guys are certainly on the front lines of it all, and I would assume your your job is a bit more difficult, right? You got to clean more. A lot more cleaning. Uh, it's it's not too bad. I mean, you're always kind of constantly wiping things down before with like a sanitary rag, but now it's like yeah. you do it with like spray as well. So right. I mean, um, so it's not too much different, other than just like having to enforce um, the the new rules and, yeah. and keeping everything safe and kosher yeah it's cleaner out there isn't it yeah <laughs> there's, there's some you know there's certain things that covid brought that i don't mind you know like i never really loved people rubbing up against me when i'm shopping you know and right i like the that it's cleaner out you know mm-hmm. it's obviously uh fucked up live music and and everything that's involved there but uh yeah are you pretty optimistic do you think we're gonna get shut down again I don't think so. I think we're. Yeah. I, think, I think we're there. I think, like I said, like a, last time I checked, I think we were like approaching like seventy percent of the population having their first vaccine shot. And like, that, I mean, I feel like that's going to be our our saving grace, and that's what's going to get us back to normal. Um, so hopefully, keep people keep getting them, and, and we can get to a point where things can be back to normal, quote unquote normal, right? Right. Yeah. Crazy, crazy time to live through. There's there's pre-COVID and there's post-COVID. You know, kind of like 9-11, you know, things changed. It just changed the fucking world. Yeah. <laughs> it is good. Uh, there is light at the end of the tunnel. It's good that everything's getting back to normal. Uh, we're outside. We're distanced here. And I, I spray down the microphones too, you know, sanitize them and everything. So we're going to have you go unplugged here shortly for a couple songs. We'll do a quick rapid fire segment. All right. All right. Rapid fire. Favorite band? The Arrivals. Okay. One of, one of them. Yeah. Favorite song you've written? I've got to say, is it uh, "Get It, Got It"? No, that that's a good that's a good for song. For me, for me. Okay, anyways. all right. Um, <laughs> I'll say "Kicking and Screaming." I think yeah. that was like the first the first uh, fun one that I did that I, was really fun to like sing with other people and stuff. Very anthemy sing along. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 
Worst mishap at a show. <laughs> um, I got way too high. Uh, okay. And like right before we played. Weed? Yeah. Okay. And just like couldn't even like do anything. I couldn't remember words. I couldn't play the right notes. I couldn't like, I was just worthless. And no just, shit. Yeah. Like the entire show. Is that local? <laughs> that was in St. Louis. Okay. Yeah. So did you just stumble your way through it? Or did you exit stage left? <laughs> I stayed on the stage, but like my whole the whole band was just like, "What the fuck, dude?" Laughing at you or flipping you off, or <laughs> dude, I think they were more more just like, "Dude, what the fuck? Like, get your shit together." It was, just, it was uh, yeah, <laughs> it's <was> pretty bad. <laughs> was there a lot of people there? It was. We were on tour with Swinging Utters, and it was a packed house. <laughs> wow. I've played yeah. high before, and I've got to say, usually it kind of gets you in the zone, but you you took too much. Yeah, my uh, my dad's cousin. So I don't know what that makes him to me, but uh, he was he lived in St. Louis, and so he came and uh, and he showed up and was out in the alley and didn't, couldn't really come in because he was like um, sick. But uh, so I went out in his van and was hanging out with him, and he like lit up a joint and, and like I had never smoked with him, and I was just like, okay, I'll I'll smoke with you, and like I smoked a joint with him, and like literally the the guys were just like hey we're going on stage now and i like got out of the van and walked on stage and i was just like i don't know what i'm doing right now oh, <laughs> shit. Yeah, i'm not a really good stoner i'm a i am do not right yeah so it, i can't really <laughs> function well when i smoke yeah clearly bro yeah <laughs> lesson learned though right right good story i love it favorite local band you know not to choose favorites but choose a favorite shout someone out that you you love locally here in san diego um I think right now I like I really like All Weather. Um, yeah, cool. There, there's some good friends of mine, and I really like what they're doing. Um, I really like Slow Draw, which is Slow Draw. Okay. Yeah, those cool. two are just off the top of my head. Yeah. Insert All Weather. Insert Slow Draw. Favorite local venue here in San Diego? Um, Tower Bar. Tower. Yeah. Yeah, I figured. Cool. It's it's home. Yeah. Yeah. Biggest pet peeve when playing a show? Um, when probably like when the bands before you that play before you don't break down their stuff uh, in a timely manner and get out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> High-fiving their friends and yeah. hugging their friends. And yeah. yeah, I get that. What's the best live band you've seen? What's someone that really stands out? Propagandi is up there on my list. I've always been blown away by them. Um, Swinging Utters are really rad. Like, like I said, we've been on tour with them and like every single night watching them do their thing was super, super cool. When was that tour? What year? Um, 20... 18 maybe okay. 20 cool. yeah i think so we did a few with them we did a couple okay uh, yeah they're, they're super rad cool uh what's your favorite you've got some tattoos there what's a favorite tattoo you've, uh, of yours something with some sentimental value maybe or jackie and i have matching roses on our fingers yeah we got them new? we got them in mexico a couple years ago okay yeah. cool dude yeah. shout out jackie and uh hey Charles, once again yeah cool uh reveal something about yourself that most people would know in the scene um, I was in the Marine Corps for four years. You were? Yeah. Not a lot of people know that about me, but yeah, right out of high school, I did four years in the Marine Corps. Were you playing at all during that time? Uh, that was kind of when I taught myself how to play guitar, actually, because I, like, I was a drummer up until that point, and then when I, I was in the Marine Corps, I didn't really have people to play with, so I would like 
I started learning how to play guitar. And I started messing around with like just recording silly songs at my house and stuff. And that was kind of my how I started learning to do that stuff. Yeah. What did the uh, Marine Corps teach you? Uh, how to be on time. <laughs> and how to clean. <laughs> Listen up, musicians. Yeah. Yeah, discipline, right? Yeah. I think for the most part. Mm -hmm. Did you do anything overseas or were you? I did, I did two years in Washington, D.C. with a non-deployable unit. And then I was in uh, with 2-5 in Camp Pendleton my last two years. And I, we did a build-up and went to Japan for six months. Did that bring you to San Diego? The uh, no, I was already here, actually, okay. before that. Um, went to high school here and stuff. But, uh, yeah, so. What's cool? Yeah. What, uh, what's oh, what school? Oh, what school? Uh, Ramona. Ramona, huh? Oh, Ramona. Yeah. East County. So yeah. you're an East County boy. Yep. All right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm fucked, dude. I've been in Oklahoma for 40 years. Went to Grant Hills High School. Just That's awesome. Leave. Yeah. You get, you know, it, there's pros and cons out here, but you get the, the you know, bigger properties. Yeah. A little bit cheaper out here. Yeah. It's, it's beautiful, too. Yeah. yeah. I love Ramona, too. It's, it's not bad. You get... There's a lot of cool, like, uh, I really liked growing up out there and having, like, all the, like, the hiking and stuff to do. There's and a lot back of cool. then it would have been real sort of desolate, right? Yeah, it was like there's like those cool waterfall hikes out there. You can do like the Devil's Punch Bowl and stuff, and like the, um, and there'd be those would be a little more. You know, there's people on them, but there's just there was tons of like, you know, you like point at a mountain and be like, I'm gonna go climb that one today as a kid, and like go with one of your friends and just like try to get to the top of it. It's pretty yeah. fun. Yeah. yeah, I did Devil's Punch Bowl as a kid. Yeah. I've, I've seen some people get hurt out there. Yeah. Those were, were good times, yeah. yeah. Last question, man. What's a, what's a hobby outside of music? Um, recently, I started growing weed at my house. Okay. So that's kind of been my new hobby. Um, run. I'm a, I've always been a runner. Um, yeah. I'm not, like, really good. I'll do, like, three months where I'm, like, really good about it, and then I'll, like, not run for three months. But, yeah. Uh, I've done a half marathon. That was my longest. Me too. Was it the San Diego run for the hungry? It wasn't. We actually did it, and it was actually I didn't do it till last year. We did uh, did one in Utah. It was called. It was like a, in Mount Zion. It was pretty sweet. Oh right. And so it was like out, outside and super. Well, I guess all half marathons would be outside, but uh. Yeah. <laughs> um, Scenic. Yeah, oh. it was cool. That's right. I did it with my my friend Kevin, actually the guitar player in HLS. We did it together, and another one of everybody's Manny. Um, who's actually the drummer in Slow Draw. He did it with us, too. Little musician uh, half marathon. Yeah. I feel like I am good with that distance. 13.1, I think it is, right? Yeah. I mean, 10K is good for me, really. 13.1 was fucking brutal. Yeah, we did. It's it was, That was a pretty good for me we did uh we did another one just recently up in like the on the pacific crest trail it was like a one and it was supposed to be another half marathon so i was like okay i'll do it and then and i guess enough, not enough people signed up for it so they bumped all the 13 mile ones up to like the 18 mile one. Oh shit and i think they notified us but i just wasn't paying attention so i didn't realize till the week of that we were supposed to do 18 miles and then we get up there and it was just like all incline the entire time, like up in the mountains and it was really pretty, but like the first 10 miles we got through it okay. And then like after that, it just like started crashing. And by the time we got done with it, we found out the route was actually, it was like, it was right under 20 miles. So like it was supposed to be 18, but it was actually under 20. So like I got done with that and I like, I wanted to kill my friends <laughs> who signed us up, but it wasn't his fault, but I was just like, and then we, then we camped out up there and it was fun. That's rad. You hear about those ultra marathoners, you know, like the David Goggins. It's insane. It, yeah, I don't, I don't get it. My friend, our friend Manny, the drummer in Slow Draw, he's like crazy good runner, and like he yeah. does like, uh, I mean, I think he's like recently did like 50 miles. That's and he'll just like he'll just do stuff like that for like fun, like on a <laughs> weekly basis, and I don't know how he does it. He's he's crazy. <laughs> he's not human. Yeah, I feel like you get in a groove for sure. Maybe after a few miles, but I don't know. My my knees start getting to me. 
Yeah, my yeah. my back locks up on me. Your back, okay. The cardio, I feel like I could, you know, you get your heart rate up to 120, 130, and I could do that all day, but it's, we're getting older, bro. Yeah. I've seen the first place 10K one time was barefoot. You ever see that? Uh-uh. The guys that really get into it, they don't even wear shoes. Asphalt, running barefoot. I mean, your feet are going to be just like bloody stumps by the end of it. He was just, he was smiling. He was like, I don't know, just on a different level. That's so crazy. Yeah. Nice chat with you, my friend. Um, again, solo stuff by Ricky. What, what do they search? Uh, Ricky um, and then search a, a song title on, yeah, on Spotify? Or? Yeah, yeah. I kind of shot myself in the foot with just calling it Ricky with nothing else because there's like a million other ones and like I'm like way, 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 way down in the search, whatever you call it. But yeah. uh, if you type in like Ricky and then palm trees or yeah. like Ricky miss you miss or you like know. something, it'll, it'll pop right up. Going unplugged with Ricky coming up next. Let's do it. All right. All right. you from El Cajon, California. This is Palapalooza. We're joined with Ricky Schmidt of Western Settings. He's going to perform a couple of recently released solo songs, acoustic. Ricky, take it away, buddy. Thank you, Trey. Until we really couldn't 
dance no more When it's all over I wanna feel good When it's all over I wanna feel good When it's all over I wanna feel good I wanna feel good That song's called Feel Good. This song's called Black Room. Since I was young, always felt drawn to a dimmer light. Tried to push away, but always find myself staring at a quicksand floor. Watching myself slowly disappear into a starless, moonless night So asteroid hitchhike, Irish goodbye All your problems soon will be gone Tried a few times, really realized forever in the black room So take a look outside Force yourself to see something you like Grab tight and hold on for dearest life Thoughts like this will be a constant fight Someone shouts tough shit, I guess that's life Don't take too long, we got places to be so asteroid hitchhike, Irish goodbye All your problems soon will be gone Tried a few times, really realized Forever in the black room So asteroid hitchhike, Irish goodbye All your problems soon will be gone Tried a few times, really realized Forever and Forever and Forever and Black room One, two, three, four. Pull out the loser. Pull out the loser. We're talking to you. I'm pull out the loser. Hey!